And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hi, Vera. I live. Hi. What's up? How's it going? Chilling. Are you guys together? We're very far away, but we're together <laughs> always. Where are you? <laughs> I'm um, in Wellington, New Zealand at the moment. Oh. Yeah, and I'm in LA right now. So <laughs> across the ocean, as far as you possibly could be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god, I'll get emotional. <laughs> Start crying on this podcast. Yeah. How long have you been in New Zealand? Um, I came back basically in March now, I think. Oh, so okay. when shit started hitting the fan. And um yeah, basically um the Prime Minister here announced level four, which for us is basically like the maximum level of um don't leave your house. Um yeah. and so everyone kinda urging me to come back because they thought they were gonna close the borders, which they sort of did. So Right. Yeah. Libby, you're in LA? Yeah. I'm born and raised here, so not not many places I can go to in the midst of a universal hellfire, you know. Yeah. <laughs> How's your respective families doing in all this? My parents haven't they've been working still. My dad does IT, so he's like able to just does what whatever else is now doing is being on a computer and he's like this is just what i do every single day is just stare at a screen (laughs) um everyone seems to be well though no that's good yeah my dad should be retired but he doesn't he's just like a workaholic so he doesn't and um my mom's retiring next year and and um she's an occupational therapist so kind of like you know yeah they're they're okay they're okay yeah Hmm. yeah 
So what's your day look like in this pandemic? What do you do? The the um the doom the dooming question eh? like the, like it's so funny because it's such a casual question but I feel like this year it feels so threatening to be asked that like, yeah. <laughs> I know it's like you'll you'll wake up one day and you're like wait wait it's five days that gone by like yeah. what happened there's like no concept of what time is mm-hmm. these days <laughs> I sent Vera this video like a month ago or something like that it was talking about how you don't have the same markers of time as you usually have. Like there's no holidays or birthday parties or like Mm, there's no like special events or anything to be like, this marks a year or this marks like a couple of months. Cause sure you have the days and like time, but like (laughs) it's all Mm. blending into one to the point where it just doesn't really mean anything anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Do you have any, do you have any patterns that you or something you do every day right now (laughs) that you maybe didn't do before? Oh my god, I feel like I've developed like this insane ritual with my day where I like I wake up and just do like an hour and a half of language learning and then just sit down and do oil pastels and then do some music and it's like whoa there's so much time to do fun stuff now instead That's of like great. working but you know the last few weeks have been working. Um well, I think I definitely, like, I, I don't have necessarily an order, but I have things every day I try to do. So, like, I'll try to get either, like, go outside and do some exercise or do a bit of yoga, um, try to do a bit of reading every day. You know, I would like to say music every day, but it's probably not completely honest. But I do <laughs> I do like to try or every other day or something. Um, and I'm working a couple of days a week, so that that gives me like a bit of a routine in that for those days. But yeah, I I, I think it's just kind of going with like what what you feel that day, and sometimes you feel really productive, and sometimes you just feel like a poo. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Are there still marches going on in LA? Yes, but they're not as much. Like mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of them have just begun to transfer to be online but there's still like people regularly going out downtown but it's definitely not as big of a volume how about um is it wellington wellington yeah we had a few kind of at the beginning i think around june and yeah i was kind of surprised like um there wasn't more stuff happening here um i think because in general people were like um maybe i don't know people were very like intense about the rules you know with covid and everything yeah so i think there was a lot of like people were really concerned about gathering even though like you know i would say that it's definitely worth doing and should be done but um and there was a bit of that but i think kind of like as we were fluctuating back into lockdown and stuff people start getting scared about organizing events and yeah about mm-hmm. half the people i talked to haven't gone to any protests or marches because of COVID, which is a little bit surprising to me. I just thought everyone would say, everyone without kids would say, Mm -hmm. yeah, I went to them. But um, that's just my naivety there. People have all kinds of reasons not to go. Have either of you been to any marches? When everything first started to hit the fan, there was a period where we were going to a lot, and sometimes it was almost every day, which <laughs> I feel like it started off very well-intentioned, but then as, like, time goes by, I think me and, like, other friends of mine, like, kind of started to realize, like, oh, I can 
be helpful and I can be active in my community in ways that don't just involve this yeah. <laughs> or like or in ways that aren't just like on the street because I do have friends that like are they feel very energized and feel very like at home being on the streets handing out food handing out all this stuff and for me I'm I feel like I'm such an insular human that I'm like that wears me out a lot more than it should <laughs> so mm-hmm. doing things like remotely is I feel like a bit better <laughs> for me personally. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think it's just very different for everyone. I went to um, the the one that they had in Wellington and then I went to the one they had in Auckland. The one in Auckland was amazing. It was, like, massive. And it was awesome because they just had, like, a bunch of music playing and it was just really joyous and, like, um, it was um, really, really great. But I, I think um, everyone – has their own ways to contribute and I think it's real important that people kind of like find their place in the long term and like like Libby said I think like some people that is fully you know hitting the streets and being real hands-on in that way and other people there's sort of different angles so there's a place for everyone in the, these types of movements. Yeah that's a great point I mean mm-hmm. if you can remain active and effective in the long term that's really the important part because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. it's not over. No. um have you either of you noticed any change in your behavior or your community's behavior since this movement began i feel like i haven't really noticed a big change but i more so that i've noticed that certain qualities that i love have been amplified even like diy scenes that we're in and stuff i've really gotten the sense that a lot of the community has really shown up for each other Mm -hmm. and really shown how much a capacity that we have to just be generous with one another and care for one another and I think in daily life when we're all super busy with work and whatnot and everyone's just kind of head in the ground type of thing you don't really get to see that that often and now because unprecedented circumstances Hmm. (laughs) or like when the protests like start kicking up like you really see that there's so many people that are so willing to like lend a hand and it's amazing. It's like, it's just a beautiful reminder of like, yes, I'm in the right community. Yeah. yeah. But. That's really sweet. And like, this is sort of um, probably more about like, um, I don't know how, what to attribute this to, but maybe like just the general feeling of unrest in the world and probably COVID. But like um, the other day, because New Zealanders are very reserved. So when you're walking down the street, for example, like nobody acknowledges each other it's very just like um everyone's polite and if you said hi they would totally say hi but anyway so I was um um I have a condition called dysautonomia and um sometimes it kind of I get these episodes and so I was kind of like on the street like just a disaster and um this woman came up to me and was like hey are you okay and like was trying to have a genuine conversation with me and was like I'll come and sit with you like do you want to talk about anything I'm here for you and then um as I was walking away, a, diff- a whole different woman came up to me and said the same, like a similar thing. And it was very genuine, like, let me come sit with you and have time with you. And I just, that is so unheard of for me. Like, I just think that that's very reflective of um, people's maybe awareness now about like just being better to each other because you just don't know really. Um, but yeah, I felt like that was quite of the time for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. The people that I think that are important in my life and my community are a lot closer and a lot more supportive. 
it, you can feel it more than you see it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so nice to have this conversation with you guys and just to acknowledge that because it's just so easy to get into the everything's falling apart and terrible thing. So it's nice to just be reminded, like, actually, there's some really beautiful things that are coming out of this as well. Yeah. 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 I'm so fucking spent on bad news. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I just saw this thing that was like, it's hard to tell the difference between things falling apart and things falling together, which I feel like on a big global scale, yes, things are a mess, but there's so many things that like, I feel like conclusions that people have come to Mm. in this whole period of time and like even you can mourn not being able to see friends or whatever but then you can celebrate the friends that you've still been able to keep up with the whole time or the friends that you've really stuck through I don't know it's just like I don't know I don't want to be like there's always a silver lining but like you know it's really nice to look at it sometimes or look for it I'm yeah I'm being serious I I haven't heard spoke of seen a silver lining in too long Mm. So this is great. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Cause there's, there, there's gotta be one somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Not to be cheesy and like actually reference our music right now, but, <laughs> um, but the notion of like earthquakes and like the idea of like, you know, like this awful thing and the ground kind of breaking and shifting, but that that's how the land is sort of created. And like, um, I mean, just even if you think about it on a smaller scale, I don't know about you guys, but like, I know so many people that have broken up or have like, it's like jar- like jarring has changed a lot of relationships, but maybe for the better, like it kind of brings to light some potential cracks that you didn't see because it's such a stressful time, you know, um, which yeah. can be good in the long run, like maybe the push you need. Yeah. This could be a big question, but um, it can be short, too. How are you guys feeling about the election in the United States? <sighs> I mean, I think in general, like, I just think it's all such a fucking joke. It's such a game. Um, and I, I do kind of, like, I have I have my conspiracy theories about things, about how things are going to play out. Um, but I definitely feel that if Donald Trump doesn't win, which I suspect he won't, um, that there's going to be some serious backlash. Like he's not going to go down without a fight. And I'm concerned about that in terms of him calling upon his people kind of thing. The best you can hope for is that someone's not like absolutely fucking terrible 24 seven, like, or that they're low key yeah. terrible. Like where you can't see it. <laughs> like, right. But anyway, sorry, that was a bit depressing. <laughs> it's, I don't think there's a silver lining in this answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything feels so surreal. I just, like, I couldn't even watch the debate between Pence and Harris the other night. Because the first one, watching it, it felt like I was watching, like, I don't want to say clowns because we all know that they are. Mm. But, like, I want to say, like, some, like, really absurd theater I was watching where everything was, like, I don't know. It kind of felt like that movie, um, I'm thinking of ending things by... The new Charlie Kaufman movie where they're having oh, that yeah. conversation at the dinner table. Yeah. yeah. And like it doesn't really make sense, but they're like making sense of it. Like you're watching them and they're like confused, but then like they're going along with it and laughing and whatever. I was like watching it and I was like, this is 
too surreal. Like, I hate watching this. It's so freaky. Yeah. I couldn't even listen to what they were saying. Like, people getting all these hot takes on Twitter. And I was like, I couldn't even focus on it. I didn't even know what was happening. Right. Anyways, but. Outside of news of pandemic, protests, election, mm-hmm. are you guys watching anything fun or lighthearted or mm-hmm. interesting, entertaining? Lately, I've been watching a lot of anime. I've been watching Death Note. Oh, I love Death Note. It's so good. So good. It's like, and then I started watching Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. It's like not as good, but more reading more books than that. But that was just the first thing that came to my head. I feel like I've been watching a lot of film. Um, in general, my go-to if I just want some light-hearted stuff is definitely Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's like a, a constant for me. And the other one is Peep Show. I've seen every episode a million times, so it's just like comfort food for me. It's great. <laughs> I've never seen that one. Do you like British comedy? I okay, you're, you're like I was just reminded of the Mighty Boosh yes. on Oh my god. We're big Mighty Boosh fans in this band. I was at my friend's house and the great British baking show. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like looking at the guy and I'm like, is that a guy that I've met on tour? And I was with my bandmate and I was like, we know that person. <laughs> and then I like, I was like, wait, it's the fucking Mighty Boosh. No Fielding is definitely one of our, our heroes for sure. Yeah. He's such a legend. Did um, you guys have a bunch of touring planned this year or next year? We did for this year. Um, <laughs> but obviously, uh, <laughs> for some reason, it didn't work out. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just some extraneous reads. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, it just fell apart. I feel like they just don't like us anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, ticket sales were extremely we're really low. low. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done any streaming or shows like that? We've tried. Like, we've done it. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're just so technologically inept. Like, <laughs> other people can figure it out really quickly. Like, yeah, live show, right as it happens, we're like, I have no idea how to do that. Like, social, Like, social media, any sort of technology not not my thing (laughs) you kind of have to be really motivated to do that like um and that's not the part of about music that motivates us creatively so yeah some people are really good at it and that's great i wish we were able to do well in lieu of people being able to see you i'd like to play earthquake it's my favorite song in the record yeah um you ready ready I'm ready. (laughs) All right, here it goes. Yeah. 
when'd you guys make that record and december i want to say maybe january Hmm. yeah yeah but when did we actually write that song i'm trying to think um early 2019 yeah because we had played it on the tour we went on in july Mm -hmm. and it was a ripper (laughs) and it was like it was like a fresh song for us then i feel like it's so fun to play live it's just so yeah it's so fun because every time we would play it we would all just get on the ground for no goddamn reason at all (laughs) (laughs) just like throw ourselves around just because it felt so good especially like when everything is insanely loud and you can just run around the stage and like jump on top of each other and bullshit like that because like the best part is that that whole end bit because it's really long um like we like Mm -hmm. like it's so nice to create space as a musician when when you're on stage to have like a bit of improvisation period or like something where like a a time in the show you don't know what's going to happen and that was kind of it for us because we're all sort of doing crazy shit at that same moment so like there's not like no one's chilling like it's kind of like (laughs) so it's just great yeah great i really like the the lyrics structure on that song oh, cool. i don't know if you've played it out enough but it seems like really fun for people to sing along to yeah i don't think because the record wasn't out when we last played it so like yeah. anyone who knew it would have just been people who've come to a bunch of our shows if you ever play in seattle i'll, I'll be there shouting <laughs> yes it, oh. it's really fun it's cool listening to anything on repeat at home anything new that's you're psyched on i was talking to olivia about this before because she was like have you heard the new sleep down steven record and i was like oh and i didn't even know he put one out and then um she was like it's very just what you like of this moment and i listened to that record like it's called ascension and i was just like yeah like this was it kind of was the first album i heard I don't know if it was like written during this time period or if it just happens to be like very of the moment, but it felt like an, a good reflective record for this time. Yeah, it's so good. It's also so funny that we just love Sufjan Stevens and who would have known, who would have expected that? <laughs> yeah. Um, but he like has said like I'm not the best producer and I'm not the best at anything, but I just want to do it all myself, even if it isn't very good. And I'm just like, that's energy that i want right on i'll check it yeah definitely it's really good i've been listening to like a lot of spirit of the beehive a lot of um charlotte and serge gainsborough Mm -hmm. (laughs) so good i just can't get over it like they are absolutely wonderful and i feel like charlotte gainsborough i've just been so inspired by lately just because she's so like multidisciplinary and everything that Mm. she does and it's just like i don't know i feel like i know it's crazy that on top of that she's just this incredible actress like i I don't know how she's just this fucking superhuman but anyway um wax chattels they just put out a new record called clock and it's um uh the news this new zealand band Mm. They actually came and played a show in LA and that was the first time I saw them and I was like, okay, these guys are fucking amazing. But then their latest record they just put out is just like, oh, it's so good. Really. And all the, um, the video, the videography, like, um, their music videos and stuff, um, mm-hmm. just are so unique and amazing as well. And just go with the music so well and just 
it's yeah definitely recommend that too all right well i'm gonna let you guys go but before i do what do you do to get through the day you have any advice for people listening that's a great question i feel like as of lately i mean also it's because i'm unemployed and i have the luxury of doing what i want but i feel like i have to at least spend an hour or a couple of minutes doing something that i really really love even Mm. if it isn't like if i spend the whole day doing chores or something stupid i always have to do that thing that is just like brings a little bit of peace to your brain space i guess like something that i've been doing is like just putting on a record and then just drawing with some oil pastels and it's not anything Mm. that has any sort of future of financial gain it's just something that is peaceful and something that i love doing that is just kind of like this is just for me and for nobody else yeah it adds like a a little bit of warmth to the day nice yeah to go off that um the danish people like actually have a word for it where it's like and it's a part of their regular culture we are like every day you essentially i can't remember what the word is but essentially what it is is it's creating like a good vibe for yourself so like um you know they love like candles or like um incense or it might be like putting on warm socks and reading a book or like going for a walk with your headphones and like creating sensual things that feel sensorily good for you so like how Libby was saying like her sensual beautiful places record and then painting and so like I think each person has their own sensual place and you kind of are always denying yourself those like like those moments of peace for some reason we always do that in this society so I think for me what's my equivalent of that is probably listening to music warm socks good book tucked in like in a corner somewhere um or like you know meditating or something like create your vibe create your good space that's good advice what's yeah what is your good space yeah i think my best space is running or riding a bike i started listening to music more but um i've never stopped listening to music but there was a period there was a month or so i was like i haven't put on a record in quite a while yeah um so i'm doing that again (laughs) all right well thank you very much for your time i appreciate it and thanks for being flexible I, i didn't realize that you guys were so far away from each other and me yeah thanks for having us of course i feel like it felt like the most peaceful and warm talk we've had oh good yeah i agree it's the best interview we've had i think for sure well i hope to see you guys in seattle or la or wellington or auckland one of my favorite cities in the entire world (laughs) um take care of yourselves and i hope to see you on the road somewhere we'll have fun yeah you you too all right take care Bye. Bye.
listen to 